I'm Jackie Ventoris, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy bun and all. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Messy Bun and All podcast. How's that Christmas shopping going? You know, I love Christmas. It's my favorite season of the year. Everybody seems a little bit more cheerful. The decorations are gorgeous. And if you have friends like mine, you walk into their homes and it's like, woo, shout out to Michelle Nelson. She's just amazing. Anyways, um, I am just looking forward to this holiday. And I think one of the things that resonates differently with me this year is just how grateful I am to have my family and that we're all together. This year with Wally starting school, I mean, it feels like every three weeks he has something. But we have had friends that are really close to us go through some very scary and hard things with their families regarding health, right? And I just can't help but thank God that no matter what we are going through, that He is always with us. Today is just going to be a short thought that I wanted to share with you, something that God has really been placing on my heart, kind of reframing this thought, this idea of what the Christmas story is really about. And so I just want to go right into it <laughs> and talk about Jesus. And actually, before I talk about Jesus, <laughs> talk about his parents, Mary and Joseph. You know, it always um, surprises me to think when I think about how young Jesus's mom was, Mary. She was literally a kid. They say she was between the ages of uh, 10 to 14, somewhere around there. Happy medium is like 13, right? Um, so she was very young. And I always think about how I'm astonished, to be honest, about how she took this message of an angel calling her to be Jesus's mother. Like, I feel like she took it so well. <laughs> if I were 13. You know, it's like we're still developing, our minds aren't there. But the fact that she took that message and she was obedient to what God had called her to is amazing. And so here's Mary carrying this promise of a Messiah within her. And Joseph, God bless him, had to go through this journey of believing Mary, trusting that Mary, there wasn't any sneaky, anything sneaky happening here, right? That Mary truly was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And here, here they were now ready to give birth to the Son of God. And what's so beautiful to me about this Christmas season is how in Easter, right, and we celebrate God ascending, and Christmas celebrates God descending 
in the form of Jesus. It's like God is no longer this person who was up and out and talking down to us. But now it's like the Word became flesh, right? That's what John says. Like He dwells among us now, and He is able to walk with us, be with us, feel with us, interact with us, right? And so the birth of Jesus, it's found in Luke chapter 2, right? Uh Verse 4 says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. So it's interesting to note the lineage here, right? Uh, Joseph was not a nobody. He was a carpenter, which was a pretty big deal. And he was going to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Verse 6 says, While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. I want to stop there because... If I were Mary, and here we are, there's a, a census that's being taken, and okay, we got to go to our town to register, right? We got to be taxed. And so obviously, Joseph made money. Joseph was well off that he was going to pay his taxes. Um, they had money. They were searching for a room so that Mary could be comfortable. Their idea of how Mary was going to deliver was certainly not one in a manger. That definitely was not the intent, was not how Mary at all saw this birth happening. And I would even go further to say Mary's expectation probably of God is that he would have had the best room reserved because after all, this is the Son of God that was coming into the world. And so here in this scene that's become so popular, the nativity scene, it's like God speaks to us and clearly is saying to us, my ways are not your ways. The way I do things is so different than what you expect. And what I wanted to focus on in this season is this. What is it in your life that you have been expecting God to do, but it has gone totally different? Your birth is not what you thought it would be. This journey of motherhood is totally different than what you thought. This marriage, this relationship, this career, it's all so different. Let me ask you, what is your manger? What is your manger story that truly has you in a place where you are just like, this is not how it was supposed to go? And so I picture Mary 
being overwhelmed, maybe even struggling to find the words to to say, maybe even feeling like God is with her. Like, how can how can this be God's plan? How can I be in a barn delivering the Son of God? Like now, now no one is going to believe me. Now no one is going to believe that this is the Messiah, right? And it's almost like God really had to allow for things to happen differently so that it could be clear that only God was doing this thing. You see, God is not so much concerned in how something happens, right? He's not concerned that Jesus is born in like a room, right? A fancy castle or anything. But what Jesus, what God was concerned about is simply the fact of this miracle taking place. The fact that in a manger that was totally opposite of what Mary and Joseph were expecting, that this miracle was taking place. You see, many times when we think something isn't working out the way we want it to work out or in the way that we think it should work out, we think God's not here. And in this Christmas story, in this nativity nativity scene, God loudly speaks to Mary and Joseph, but I am still here. He is still Jesus, right? And so the story goes that there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. They were keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Verse 10, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And so when the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. They were amazed. They were amazed at what the shepherds had shared. I mean, Mary is probably like, wow. Here I'm thinking no one is going to know that Jesus is the Messiah. And God and the angels send these shepherds to reaffirm Joseph, to reaffirm Mary. This is the Messiah. What we've told you is true. 
the plan of this Messiah coming to save the world is still going to happen. Don't lose heart. And then the other thing that I I love where this Christmas story goes. So you see the shepherds coming, right? But then there's the sacred moment of worship. And Matthew chapter 2 talks about the Magi visiting the Messiah. You see, these Magi were high, important people to the king. And it's like, yet again, God is reassuring Joseph and Mary in that they came to find Jesus. They saw the star. They went and not only visited the Messiah, but they went to worship Jesus. Worship is so important when we are in a manger, when we are in a season of God, this is not how it was supposed to go. Worship can be so pivotal to how we lean on God. You see, the Magi came, they found Jesus, they worshiped him, they brought him gifts that were worth a lot of money. And so here we are again. God is not just providing the praise and the the affirmation, but He's also providing funds. He's also providing in ways where Jesus' ministry is going to be set up. And He is telling Mary and Joseph something so clear. I am with you. You see, it is with the birth of Jesus that Emmanuel becomes flesh. The term God is with us. God is with us. It's something Mary and Joseph experienced firsthand in that manger. And so I don't know what it is that you are dealing with in this season in your life. What Are you struggling with as you sit in that manger? What is the thing that you're praying to God about that you're getting ready to birth? What is that thing that weighs so heavy on your heart? I want to challenge you this Christmas season to also look around you and realize that there are other people also in a manger. There are other people who are also struggling with, God, this wasn't how it was supposed to be. And the beauty of that is that none of us have to do life alone. The beauty in that is that when you can't worship and stand in faith because you are so weak and you are tired, that your sister will come and kneel for you. She will come and say, you know what? God is still with you. God is still in this. God is making a way. His plan, His purpose, His hope, His miracle are still there for you. 
don't give up hope. And so this Christmas season, I want to encourage you to trust God all the more, to say worthy is His name, even when it is hard to utter those words, to say, God, I'm going to still trust you. I'm going to still worship you with tears flowing down my face, with my heart in a million pieces, with trembling hands, God, I am still going to trust that you have a plan, that you'll make a way, and that you will provide what I need. May God bless you. May God be with you. May you feel his presence and his light. May you come to know Emmanuel, God with you in a brand new way, in a deeper way, and in a true way, because God is with you. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy But and All podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.